Hey, guess what? It's time for making kayfabe with your hosts, Bryce and Dylan. Hello, party people. You are all hereby invited to this sweetest shindig in town. It's called Makey Kayfabe, and you guys have exclusive party passes, VIP passes. How about that? And your host for this evening of this incredible party are, of course, Bryce and Dylan, the Making Kayfabe connoisseurs, if you will. I don't know if that works, but we're going to roll with it. And we are in charge of the happeningest party in town. So thank you very much for coming to our club and enjoying the sweet, sweet vibes that you're about to enjoy. Um, enjoy. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll stick with that. We're the good, so the good, today enjoy. we're going to talk about the biggest party animal of all. It's Adam Rose. Everybody remembers Adam Rose, the party animal with his entourage of, of party people. He's one of a kind, really. And before we get to that too much, we're going to talk to my good friend Bryce. Hello, Bryce. How are you? Tell you what, I'm very good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So, are you excited about Adam Rose? I genuinely am. Um, this is one I was excited for when you when you told me about it because I mean, you, you gave me a little spoiler uh, about something that might happen during it, and um, you know, I'm, I'm I'm just waiting to see what happens there. But Adam Rose, majorly underrated. Um, you know. Uh, Adam Rose probably wasn't the guy's strongest character. I think pretty much everyone's agreed on that. I think he could have been a lot bigger than what he was, but I mean, he was given the Adam Rose gimmick. He ran with it. It was popular. He got like lots of um, lots of fan attention, and um, you know, it, it, it was good for a little while. And then just WWE lost interest in him, uh, in, in him because he was getting over. You know, nobody gets over in WWE without permission. You know, and then he just got jobbed out again and again and again and again, and then eventually had a bunny. And then that, that's pretty much death for anybody, right? When you get a bunny. Well, he had the bunny, like, right off the bat. Well, the bunny he, started getting involved in matches and shit, though, right? Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll touch on that. with the bunny. Yeah, well, we'll touch on that, though, on the history. But I agree with, uh, with, with your assessment in that feuding with a, a man dressed as a, a bunny rabbit probably isn't the fast track to the main event. No. Doesn't seem like it. Seems like you don't, a, you don't think WrestleMania main event when a guy's feuding with a bunny, right? No, it's it was an odd choice, I think. Mm. You know, and I think you're correct in that he made the best of what he had because he really did do a really good job with Adam Rose. I thought, yeah, you know, even if it wasn't the greatest gimmick. Again, like that's the kind of gimmick where like, uh, I don't see this guy as the main event of WrestleMania. We we're, were, were talking about this last week about Alexa Bliss. You know, like yes. the character wasn't good, but she did her best with it, and it was very she she done great with it. You know, yes. Um, just a shame the character sucked. You know, and like kind of kind of kind of same with Adam Rose. Like, I, I, I don't know if the character sucked, but it wasn't ever going to be a serious main eventer, and he played it very well regardless. You know, but yeah, just uh, I feel like the guy could have got more in WWE. Um, certainly, he had an interest in. Interest in running NXT, which I'm sure you'll cover, but yes, um, you know, just yeah, it sucks to see the guy really not getting what he was due, you know. I agree, you know, the Alexa Bliss comparison makes sense because it's the same kind of thing here. Somebody's lumbered with a, a gimmick that isn't, you know, optimal, isn't mm. super well, not to say that's not super over because he was pretty over as Adam Rose, but he also felt like he kind of hit a ceiling. Sure. You know, how much further is Adam Rose going to go? And typically, the WWE didn't even try. They were like, fuck him. You that know? doesn't sound like them. Oh, exactly. Because the WWE, they book everything perfectly, which yeah. makes our job very hard. 
why are we even here? They're just doing yeah. such a great job, you know. I know. Fortunately for us, so they they slipped up with Adam Rose and they give us an opportunity to get in there as a one-off. Yeah. yeah, and Alexa Bliss last week as well. But apart from yeah. that, that's and Owen Hart. But that's well true. But Owen Hart Viscera. was pretty successful. No, yeah. Viscera, of course, you would Deep. argue was one of the best wrestlers of all time, and therefore, We're true. The WWE yeah. <laughs> used them pretty pretty well. <laughs> good point. Good point. So really, just these two, yeah. you know. Um, in, the, in the whole history, that's not bad. I mean, that's two out of what twenty million wrestlers. Yeah, yeah, tw- uh, pretty good track record. <laughs> be, yeah. Approximately twenty million. Yeah, roundabout. Yes. So uh, we're gonna get to talking about Adam Rose and the the history of Adam Rose and the rebooking of what I have in store, which is gonna be pretty sweet. But before we get to that, why don't uh, why don't we see what the the party people? Hmm. The fans of Mickey Kayfabe had to say about Adam Rose. What about that? Let's go and check in with those party people. Let's do it. So, party people, let's see what you guys have to say. We've got CJ Palmasano on Twitter, of course. Hey, our boy that's CJ. a party person. He is. He likes to party. You know. DJ Party Person, I think is his real name. That's his full name. Yes. Yeah. But he puts a pseudonym on, on Twitter just so that nobody... You know, so kind of, yeah, exactly, yeah, because yeah, he's like, he's so much of a party person that everybody wants to party with him, and you're like, no, yeah. no, 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 you yeah. gotta wait, you can't, uh, there's only so many hours in the day, my friend, you know, that's Back not, everyone line. Part, not everyone can party with CJ, exactly, we mm. can't because we're fucking cool, of course, yeah, because we're yeah. party people, exactly. Oh, so you're on board with the party people thing, now. <laughs> I'm now, I'm, I'm liking it, yeah, yeah, now, now that CJ is a party person, I'm, I'm, I'm game, yeah. Oh, whatever, I'm a party person, no, fuck him. But what CJ is, like, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, well, fair enough. That's the long and short of it, yeah. Yeah, I could have seen that coming. So let's see what CJ has to say. He says that he, I love the character. I remember there was a clip on Twitter I saw once with him and Barrett in the UK singing his theme song. The crowd were loving him. It just goes to show if you're not in the WWE's plans to get over, then they'll do what they can to stop you. That's pretty much what you were saying earlier. Yeah, no, nobody gets over without permission. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Somebody seems like they're getting over the WWE. Are like, nope, cut it. That's not what we had in mind. And like, well, That's you're like the you're like the roll the punches, yeah. there, guys. You know, unless they they literally can't avoid it. We're like Daniel Bryan, obviously. But you yeah. know, it's like you look at them all, like Zack Ryder. You see bloody <clears throat> Sean O'Hare. You see basically everyone we've covered um, in the past. You know. Yeah, but even like a guy like CM Punk, you know. Was super well, yeah. over, and For they a long just time. Yeah. like they use them and they use them right sometimes. But you're like, come on, keep the pressure on this guy. Yeah, and they're like, no, here is the great Kelly, like yeah. you know. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, here's Jinder Mahal. Yeah, uh, thanks. But, this yeah. wonderful gift, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I, I must so, see that video of them singing in the UK though. That sounds awesome. That'll be pretty cool. But that's the UK fans are always a bit rowdy, you know. Yeah, rowdy. Yeah, they're pretty fun. They're like, party they, people. They did that with a Fandango as well, you remember? Yeah, that got to like number, I got in the UK charts, right? Yeah, and like people were that, singing right. it. Yeah, Fandango's entrance music was like 16 or something in the charts. Yeah, you're like, that shit's funny, man. Yeah. And Dove Dole, you're like, nope, let's not do anything with them for years and then release them. Yeah. Thank you very much. But uh, probably, he's probably going to be in the list at some point too. We got a lot of people to work through, guys. Yeah, you know? yeah exactly. So many. Uh, it's it's ridiculous how like we have lists of people like oh gotta add him to the list you know we come yeah. up with new ones every week you know and WWE just keep giving us more to add yeah. as well <laughs> they're fucking gluttons for punishment uh so let's see who else we've got Kevin Molnar on Twitter 
says, always thought the Adam Rose character shared similar traits with Russ LeBrand's Aldous Snow. Uh, what film is that from? Get him the Greek? Yeah, get get the Greek. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. But to be honest, I feel like you could only do so much with the party guy fool gimmick, but you could modify it. WWE could have made him the prototype OC, Orange Cassidy, a savant in the ring, but he doesn't care and wants to party. That's a good <laughs> angle. Yeah, Isn't I like that, actually. Yeah, is that what you've got to do? Well, we'll see. I don't want to spoil anything. I like it. I, I do see the, the comparisons between that character. Like, I've, I've not, I saw the film ages and ages and ages ago, but like, I remember the character being very similar to what Adam Rose was. And like, what, what was the character's name? Aldous Snow. Al Snow, yeah, exactly. Al Snow, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I remember Al Snow. Do you remember Al Snow? They fucking ripped that gimmick from Al Snow. Uh, does, yeah, exactly. this, does Russell Brand, like, talk to. Well, Russell Brand's always looking for head anyway, so that, that e- story checks out. You know? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> da, 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 da. Anywho, so let's see what else we got. Uh, Jason Titus on Twitter says, "I didn't mind the whole party animal gimmick. Seeing him go undefeated for so long, in hindsight, was actually kind of surprising. If he had to lose, I just wish it wasn't the Kian of all people. Much more, I think his gimmick was perfect for someone on a small scale like NXT. Meanwhile, the main roster was definitely more ready for Leo Krieger." Interesting. Uh, though with the right people involved in this party express, I think even his Adam Rose character could have been an absolute hit. I remember for a while Cesaro and Tyson Kidd were part of the express. Uh, they managed to beat the New Day together. I don't remember that. Oh, wow. That's interesting. I feel like they had stuck together or Adam added more talented members to his express. Adam's career could have been pretty great. I... Great comment. I see. Yeah, it is. I see where that guy's coming from, but I feel like if you added more people to like the entourage as the party people somebody's going to get lost in the shuffle there. You know yeah, I mean? exactly. Like, do, do you know, um, there, there was a lot of um, like now famous people within that uh, the Rosebuds, right? Yes. Because like, there was Braun Strowman, there was Nicky Strowman Cross. Was Joe Hendry was one of them as well, believe it or not. Yes, uh, I think you know, wasn't Justin Gabriel the bunny? Somebody he, was, he was the bunny, yeah, exactly. Was the bunny. There, there's uh, loads, like, I think there's so many people. There was somebody else, there's another female that I can't remember. There's a big name, there's a big name within it, I can't remember who it was, but... Bigger than Braun Strowman? I don't think so. Oh, I don't know, like, maybe I mean, Literally, because he's, yeah. he's a big guy, you know. He's a big man, but... I like it, yeah, it, it, what DJT is saying as well, like, Adam Rose, I think he was on that uh, undefeated streak and he lost to Kane, which in itself isn't bad, but it was corporate Kane. The best of all the Canes. That's the worst of all the Canes, no. He's the scariest one. He's not the scariest one. He's in fucking I, dude, dress I, trousers. Seriously. When you see Kian, like with a full get up, you're like, well, that's pretty scary. But then when you see him like with no mask and just in a suit and a tie, looking super uncomfortable, he looks so creepy. I'm like, that's scarier than the actual like monster. Kian. How do you figure? He's just so scary. Look, like it's just, it's just creepy. And yeah. he's all like, remember the way he talks as well? It's like, not like Kian. He's like, hey, I'm the backstage guy. You're like, oh no. Yeah. This is, this, this is all gone wrong. Yeah, you know, it's so I don't strange. Know, man. Like, he seemed like a, a a silly business person, whereas you know when he, when he was Kane, when he was unmasked as Kane, he was setting people on fire and shit. So I don't know, but isn't it? It, isn't it, it wasn't. Scary? It wasn't under one of his careers, so he shouldn't have been Adam Rose. Uh, it shouldn't end this week. Yeah. I agree with that. I agree with that. And you know, but that's the WWE. They you don't know what they're up to. Mm. You never know what they're up to, and like we said, it makes our job very easy. So that's some of the comments from the the kayfab fans, May, uh, the sexy awesome kayfab fans, of course. Also, a shout out to Ryan, Andy, and Matthew on Twitter for their comments as well. Ooh. Thank you very much, guys, for getting in touch. We always appreciate it. Um, but that's that's what the people 
thought about Adam Rose. Why don't I do a little history and we see what the company themselves thought about Adam Rose? I'm really looking forward to this. Let's do it. Wee. That's the <laughs> transition. Yep, yep, I'm going to keep that in. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 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 a, that's a new transition. Though. It's not going to be. Da, 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 da. It's going to be. Wee. <laughs> okay. <sighs> so we'll do a little bit of history of Adam Rose, this, this party animal. He He's first started, he is a party animal, you see? You're getting into it now. So mm. you want to party? You want to go to a party? No. Should we throw a party? Okay, well, I tried. <laughs> you give it your all. Me and Bryce never hang out other than this podcast. We're not even That's friends. It. Yeah, not even friends. Yeah, no. this is just this is tr- strictly business. Yeah. All I've ever wanted is to go out and have a beer with, with Bryce, but he's just, every week, he's like, no, I don't like you. I'm like, well. It's because you're a party person and I'm a party animal, Dylan, is what it is. This, that is exactly it. Yes. Yeah. I'm a person, yeah. and you're some kind of like, dog-monkey hybrid. Yeah, we're not beast. quite sure. Beast yeah. in a boat at the dance floor, exactly. You are yeah. beast in a boat, yeah. Mm. Anyway, we're getting... Anyway. <laughs> we'll save this for the animal podcast. It's a different show. But we're talking about Adam Rose, so let's do this. Adam Rose first started with the WWE in 2010. Can you imagine? 2010. Wow. Long time ago now. He was working in Florida Championship Wrestling as Leo Kruger. Yes. Which is how people, some people fondly remember Adam Rose was as Leo Kruger. So FCW eventually absorbed into the WWE and changed its name to NXT. And we don't know what NXT stands for. So don't worry about it. In 2012, uh, Leo Kruger's gimmick was like of a South African kind of mercenary or hunter. That kind of gimmick. So good. So good, man. Which was really cool, wasn't it? Everybody seemed to like it. His promos, He's... man. Like I, I watched some. Of, I put some of the. So by by the time this episode was released, I've put a lot of the videos on Twitter of of Leo Kruger and just the promos are so unique, man. Like his mm. accent start off. You don't get many people on WWE TV with a South African accent. His his character is very much like um, oh fucking. It's a Far Cry Free with a is it Vass or Van similar, but um like a crazy crazy dude basically um and just he, the things he's saying in his promo are just very unique as well and he has the like in the catchphrase the da da you know well it's it's um, the, the tone of voice the way he says it like that's yeah. he just seems un, un uh fucking what's what's the word just seems insane to be honest yeah. it just seems insane like just this man is not right in the head and he seemed dangerous when he's making these yes. promos but and he played it well he played it so well, and then I, I don't know why. I don't know why WWE thought that you know, let's get rid of this awesome character and let's make him a fucking party animal. It I is don't strange. Get it. it is yeah. strange. Like that's kind of a thing they do a lot, where where they say you can do this really well. Let's see how you adapt to a challenge. Yeah, they do that a lot, well, where they're like, let's change it and see if you can adapt to it. Which they can, they can challenge him within the character, though. Exactly. Like, a lot of the times when they do that, it feels like they're cutting the legs off a guy instead of capitalizing on how good this guy is or something yeah. they say let's see if he can do something else I'm like no 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 make the money off the good thing first and then see if he can do it you know but yeah exactly man but like, if, well, if, if you're if you're listening to this and you haven't seen a leo kruger promo the, the, we'll i've got at least two of them on my twitter yes, uh, on, our, on our twitter, twitter page at making um, at making kp or search youtube for leo kruger and but, you'll, you'll no, see some go to our Go to our Twitter page. <laughs> but, mainly, but mainly go to the Twitter, yeah, because we like the likes. <laughs> yes, and the like it and then follow us is, is very important. Yes. All that stuff. That's part of it. Once you once you like the video and then follow us on Twitter, 
then the video will make even more sense. It'll be even yeah. better. So so don't don't go don't go to YouTube at all. Like fuck, fuck YouTube. YouTube. Unless it's our YouTube page, which oh, is yeah. also yes. even kayfabe. But I mean, if you're listening to this on YouTube, thank you very much. Remember, <laughs> thanks like for being on YouTube. Yeah, like and subscribe, and then this whole video will seem even better. <laughs> because we don't make the rules, man. We just enforce them. Exactly. So basically, the WWE, once again, and if you're keeping kind at home, <laughs> you I don't know what we're up to now, but the WWE dropped the ball with this. Because a few years later, after the Leo Krieger character was starting to make waves in NXT, in 2014, Krieger changed his gimmick and his name, and he now became Adam Rose. He was now a friendly party animal who had an entourage of followers by them called the Rosebuds, and they would accompany him to the ring, and they give off a real party atmosphere. It was a total 180. It was a hell of a gimmick change, you know? But like we said, he made it work. He really did. So... He started off the gimmick change on NXT, and then vignettes for the main roster appeared after WrestleMania. So in March on NXT, he changed from Leo Kruger to Adam Rose. And then in April, already, vignettes were being shown on the main roster. Hmm. Like, that's quick. Are you sure this is going to work? I mean, that's that's very much, uh, you know, the intention was to put him in the main roster, right? If, if yep. it's that quick, the gimmick change and everything else. Like, we want to get this guy in the main roster, but we don't want Leo Kruger for whatever fucking reason. So let's yeah. make him a party animal, right? Yeah, that's way better. That's what people like. Mm. He debuted on Raw on May 5th while dis- while he distracted Jack Swagger and Zeb Coulter. Remember those guys? <laughs> yeah. Boy, I thought that was a good idea, and then they dropped that shit too. Nice mm. work, WWE. So uh, that was his first appearance on the main roster. He eventually ended up wrestling the match on May 26th against Damian Sandow. He's another guy who'll probably end up rebooking. Oh, shit, yeah. Add him to the list, too. Here we go. As we mentioned earlier, he went undefeated until October whenever he was beaten by Kane for no reason. You know, like you had had him on an undefeated streak, and then he loses to Kane, and then that's it. Corporate Kane. So, well, you know, Kane is Kane. That's that's what they say. It's the old catchphrase. It's Kane. <laughs> yep. So shortly after this, at the end of October, they began to tease issues between Adam Rose and the Bunny. So here here comes the Money feud. <laughs> the, the Bunny, of course, was a member of uh, Adam Rose's entourage who Rose believed was taking too much attention away from himself. You know. So mm-hmm. and you hate it when that happens when your giant mm-hmm. Bunny friend starts taking too much attention away from you. Tells, tells how good you are. <laughs> the fucking bunny is taking attention from me, you know? That's so, it, man. Imagine how Donnie Darko feels. He, well, he killed all those people, didn't he? I don't Did remember. I haven't seen what? that film in so long. <laughs> he killed anyone. He killed a bunch of people. He, he got killed, right? Yeah, well, he killed people. with a, uh, Right? Look, I don't know. We're, not, we're rebooking Donnie Darko next week, all right? <laughs> But no, the so, bunny, it's, it's great to see the bunny doing so well in AEW now, so, you know, at least that turned out well. Yeah, it's the same bunny, I assume. Same bunny, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, throughout November and December, they started to tease this rift with Rose and the bunny, starting to team together occasionally. The bunny would try to help Adam Rose win matches. The bunny got injured by Kean, of course. <laughs> the bunny wrestled a singles match. An inter- <laughs> they, they build it as an interspecies match. Oh, fuck against, off. <laughs> well, a rabbit versus a man. It was against Tyson Kidd. And then eventually, at the end of the year, the Bunny won a very prestigious Slammy Award. So you can see why Adam Rose would get jealous of the, of, of the Bunny. What was the Slammy for? Oh, being a Bunny, probably. Oh, man. It's so, 
I mean, Autumn Rose is like, God, I, I, th- I thought it was mine. <laughs> <laughs> so I many contenders sure. for that. That's the thing. <laughs> if I was sure I was going to win it this year, the buddy, how dare you? <laughs> so, uh, at the tail end of December, after a loss to R Truth, <laughs> oh boy, how the mighty have fallen already. Yeah, that, that's like the... And that's no knock on our truth, but Lord. No, no dude, as much as I love our truth, like that is the. Yeah. That is death, isn't it? Like losing to our truth. Another guy we should put in the list. Yeah, 100%. I'd love to do our truth. Love our truth. That motherfucker. Former NWB wanted... champion. Yes, and look at him now. Mm. <laughs> he beat Adam Rose. Champion. There mm. you go. Mm. So after losing to our truth, Adam Rose snaps and he beats up the bunny. So I guess that's. How you become a heel? <laughs> that's that's how wrestling works. You beat up the bunny, and now you're a bad guy. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, that's how it works in real life, right? I mean, yeah, you I went into went into public and beat up a bunny. Like you yeah. probably get a few hairs. You know when you go into a pet shop and you just start feeding the shit out of all the rabbits. Exactly. Nobody's gonna like you. It's yeah, fact. no one's gonna be like, hey, that guy's so cool. Yeah, no, they're gonna fucking hate you. So yeah. it's true to life. Re- wrestling imitates life. I mean, that explains so much about my life now. Now that I think yeah, about yeah. it. That's yeah. that's why they were throwing shit at me. Makes sense, right? Don't <laughs> do it. The bunny. But don't it's do it. e- easy. <laughs> they don't even fight back. Pads pads on my win loss record. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Anyway. So now Adam Rose is a bad guy, a heel, who bullies his rosebud followers. So now that we've had the heel change at the end of 2014, guess what he does now? That's right. Ooh. Not very much. <laughs> main, main event. <laughs> Almost. So it's well, a bad main event, guy. Main event of the show. Uh, if, if even. You know, that's how the mighty have fallen. So as a new bad guy, he starts fighting Zack Ryder. He uh, lost the Andre the Giant Battle Royale at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. He somehow picked up Rosa Mendez as a valet. Oh, wow, then, really? Yeah, but that didn't go too far. And mm. then he disbanded the Rosebuds and... May 2015, which is roughly about a year after he debuted on Raw. Ouch. So now he's a heel with no rosebuds. No more party animal Adam Rose for us. So I'm sure whatever comes next will be pretty good, right? They're getting rid of the rosebuds. They've turned him heel. Obviously, there's a reason for this, right? I think we can all see where this is going. (laughs) Yeah, we're all excited. So in June, he does this weird gimmick where he's kind of like an artistic kind of heel. And he's talking about like, masterpieces and stuff and he talks about like a masterpiece that he's eventually gonna reveal to the world right okay spoiler alert nothing happened there they dropped that really yep and then so that was in june by august he had his gimmick change to a party pooper right pooper where he constantly talked about pooping that's the wwe for you well he would be like ah you're a party pooper i want to you poop like the word pooper was used a lot and i'm like i don't think that that's Again, you think Steve Austin would have made it to WrestleMania? <laughs> You're a real party pooper, you know. So he's actually using like poop jokes, basically. I think so, but it didn't. Obviously, that didn't go too far. Ah, but here's the kicker: he then was in a tag team with Brad Maddox. That's right, Brad Maddox. Until Brad Maddox was released a few weeks after that, so that's the end of that. Then he. Why did Brad Maddox get released? Uh, because he was useless. <laughs> no, don't I don't think it was that, but okay. We're gonna st- because of he was beating up bunnies in real mm. life. Mm. Horrible person. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> so I don't then, 
Was it because he was beating up bunnies? No. Oh. Was it because he killed a guy? No. Okay. Do you want to keep guessing? No, let's just not let's just not talk about it. But you can look it up. Okay. So after that whole debacle, he started his own talk show segment called the Rosebush, which actually sounded like a half decent idea. So obviously, that didn't go anywhere. <laughs> so now we're at the beginning of 2016, and you could say his main roster appearances haven't been super good so far. Hmm. But yeah, by the beginning of 2016, now he was part of a group called the Social Artcasts. Along, oh, I remember these guys, actually, yeah. Alongside Heath Slater, Curtis Bo Axel, Dallas. and Bo Dallas. Yeah. The, the main eventers of 2016, finally. Oh, I forgot about those guys, awesome. Yeah. I wonder why you forgot about those guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot about Curtis Axel, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so in April of 2016, he was suspended for violating the WWE wellness policy, although oh. he... Uh, claimed that and showed documents for it on Twitter that he was a, you know all above board. He had doctor's notes for the prescriptions. Yeah, he's prescribed, yeah. I do yeah. recall that, yeah. Then, that was in April. Then in May, he was booked by the police for domestic violence charges. Oh. And then by the end of May, he'd been released. The charges against him were dropped. Right. Uh, regarding that. But he was after Doesn't, that. Didn't do it, yeah. Yes. We don't, we don't know what the, what the deal was there. Yeah. Uh, all we know is the charges were dropped and the WWE released him. So after that, he went off to work the independence as Aldo Rose for a while. And then mm. he retired in 2019. He's probably very happy that he's far away from the WWE. Yeah. Did you see the size of him in 2019? I did, yeah. Fucking he, huge. He bulked up significantly. Yeah, muscly dude, yeah. Yeah. And now I it, think it looks he, totally different. I think I've got this tweet coming up as well, but I've got a photo of Adam Rose and... 2019 and this dude is fucking massive buff you know buff buff rose yeah buff rose buff rosewell yeah buff rosewell yeah the mm. tag team with adam rose and buff bagwell mm. i don't know why that didn't take off either well that's what's coming up in this story right oh you i don't want to spoil it but you know it mm. <laughs> hell yes wouldn't be a rebooking of mine if I didn't put buff bagwell in there somewhere am i right fellas who doesn't love buff the stuff bagwell so, let's do a rebooking. Our rebooking is going to begin at the end of 2014 or the beginning of 2015. Okay? So, with that kind of time frame, we've seen lovable Adam Rose, the party animal, for a couple of months now since he debuted in May. He's having a great time. He seems unconcerned with whether or not people like him because it's all about the party. You know, he's mm. been buzzing around the mid card pretty solidly. Not doing anything super special, but not doing anything terrible either. Not... Is he main roster? Yes. Right, okay. This is a couple of months after he's been on the main roster. Right? Okay, right, because, okay, that makes sense, yeah. But he hasn't lost to Kane. He hasn't started a feud with the bunny. Good. Okay, but he's just still looking like like a reliable like mid-carder. He's looking pretty good, you know, but he's not, like I say, he's not doing anything like, super special yet. Mm. So the Royal Rumble is coming up, and Adam Rose is ready to punch his ticket for the Rumble. Because he's got nothing else going on, so he's got to do something. So he gets his rosebuds together, and he tells them that he needs their help at the Royal Rumble. So you know the bit where he like falls off the apron in like a trust fall, and they all catch him? Oh, yeah, I remember that, yeah. Yeah, so he's like, in the Royal Rumble, when I get thrown out, you have to all catch me. Uh, Put me back into the ring. That way, I'll never lose. I'll win the Royal Rumble. It's a foolproof hmm. plan, you know? But of course, not everything goes to plan. And the WWE is full of fools, so 
it doesn't quite go the way that Adam Rose would have liked. And despite his clever plan, he doesn't win the Royal Rumble, partly because of the bunny who's oh, busy. Oh, no. Oh, yes. He's busy playing up to the crowd instead of doing what Adam Rose asked him to do. But you know what? Adam Rose doesn't mind. Life's a party, baby. He's got to roll with the punches. You got to move to the next house party. You got to keep it going. You know, he doesn't seem so fazed. And he promises the party train is going to keep rolling. It's going to roll through whatever fucking city Raw is at next week. Let's say Dinosaur, Colorado. That's right. That is a real city. Really? <laughs> yep. Nice. I, this is a fun trip. I went to look up some of the stupidest names of cities in America. So you're about to hear some of them. So we've, not- we've got quite a lot of listeners in Colorado. I hope none of them live in Dinosaur. Well, that'd be an awesome place to live. Yeah. Wouldn't it? Where are you from, dinosaur? Dinosaur. That's where Luchasaurus <laughs> is from, right? <laughs> Imagine, like, you said that to somebody, like, where are you from? And they went, dinosaur. You're like, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I asked you where you were from, like, dinosaur. Where were you born? Dinosaur. Dinosaur. You're like, ah, okay. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> so, that night in Dinosaur, Colorado. Raw continues on, as it does. Adam Rose is scheduled to fight some fucking bum. I don't know. Let's say Bo Dallas. Mm-hmm. He's getting ready to go out to the ring when his entourage finds the bunny backstage. Oh, he's all beaten up. Somebody beat up the bunny. How could, oh. how could anybody do that? I don't know. And it wasn't me, even though earlier <laughs> I was bragging about fucking pet shops, yeah. That guy, that was a real, like a human-sized bunny. I couldn't take that guy. Mm. Ridiculous. You know, I'm too much of a coward for that. So the, it turns out they beat up the bunny so bad they gotta take him to the hospital. Oh no! What are they gonna do? Adam Rose tells I mean, him the best, surely. That's true. I, I made a mistake there. <laughs> <laughs> That's correct. Should have taken him to the vet. Oops. Well, you know, Adam Rose tells him that he he don't worry about it. He's gonna find a way to par through. You know, the party doesn't have to stop just because the bunny's dead or sick or whatever. Don't worry about it. Adam Rose has to keep bringing the good vibes to the people. So. He tells the entourage to go with the bunny to hospital or to the vets, which must have made a very strange and uncomfortable ambulance ride <laughs> where they take a man dressed as a bunny and then 30 other people, one of whom is Braun Strowman, to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> like the ambulance is like tipping up at the back because Braun it's Strowman's like dragging across the ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. So Bo Dallas is in the ring and he's ready for a fun match against Adam Rose fun old Adam Rose but instead of like the happy party music and the bright strobe lights and shit because there's no entourage there the whole arena goes dark everybody's like what's this what's this all about and then a man comes out onto the stage he's wearing like a leopard print jacket you know and he stalks out onto the stage creeps down to the ring he looks pretty fucking deranged the people in Bo Dallas are expecting Adam Rose but instead they've got Leo Kruger the king of Africa King of Africa, the mental mercenary. Fucking Kruger, Yeah, so Kruger laughs dementedly as the match starts and he's clawing at Bo Dallas's face. He's trying to rip his face off. Literally. So after a while, after watching Leo Kruger just animalistically try to destroy, just rip apart Bo Dallas, hmm. the referee has to call the match off. He, has to, he forces Leo Kruger out of the ring. Since Kruger seems more intent with pulling Bo Dallas apart than actually beating him in a wrestling match. So Leo Kruger is being dragged back to the locker room by officials and security because he just wants to hurt Bo Dallas, you know. 
So mm. they stand guard over him at backstage as one of the backstage interview people, let's say Renee Young, because I couldn't think mm. of another one around 2014 or 15. So I'm like, well, Renee Young's pretty good. So she comes up and wants, obviously wants to get the scoop. She asks him what happened, why he flipped out like that. And he starts giggling to himself in a very strange manner. He tells her that he hasn't done anything out of the ordinary. He hasn't done anything that a mercenary like Leo Kruger wouldn't have done. You know, he skins animals in his spare time. He just wanted to add a new trophy to his collection, a new animal head for his wall. And wouldn't Bo Dallas's head look perfect up on his wall? Nice. Rene says that everybody was expecting party animal, Adam Rose. And Leo Kruger claims that he doesn't know who that is. <laughs> but, for the, but for the right price, he could pull that guy's teeth out if you want him to. Pretty lady. He runs a little, runs a little hand down the cheek of Renee Young and she backs off because the interview is over. So I'm liking this. This is like a, a, a split personality kind of thing, right? Yeah, yes, it is. Nice, 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 nice. It's so obvious. Oh, yeah, boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love this character. Because they're, they're two completely different characters. Yes, exactly. Yeah. They're the polar opposites, you know? So that's, you know, Raw continues on as it does. And then SmackDown comes on at some point during the week after that, as it so often does. And it's from some random town in America. Let's say, oh, I don't know, <laughs> Soda Springs, Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> Soda Springs. Where are you from? Soda Springs. What? <laughs> you probably don't think there's a big wrestling market in Idaho. Well, I say, fuck you. Everybody loves Idaho. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> when was the last time any of them went to Idaho? <laughs> I don't fucking know. I anyway, live in Soda Springs, but I used to live in Dinosaur. Yeah. yeah. It's, was there, how far away is like Colorado and Idaho? I don't know, but that's where oh, they like were. Five minutes, I don't know. Yeah, probably just down the road, you know. Yeah. All right, none of that shit matters, right? We're talking about Adam Rose here. Or are we? Yes, mm-hmm. we are, because on SmackDown, he comes out with his entourage. There's no bunny, obviously. The bunny's still at the hospital or the vet's. But Adam Rose comes out with his entourage and they're dancing, having a great fun time, high-fiving the audience. He does a little trust fall thing, all of that fucking bullshit. Hmm. He's fighting Darren Young. Remember Darren Young? <laughs> Boy, I do remember Darren Young. 2015 WWE is fucking wild. Seems like 20 it? years ago, right? <laughs> like, look at all these fucking people I've forgotten about. Yeah. <laughs> My God. So he fights uh, Darren Young. He starts to come out pretty trepidatiously. You know, he's... Uh, He's very unsure of what's going on. Adam Rose is like coaxing him into the ring. Like, come on in. We'll have a great time. Huh. We'll have some fun. Darren Young's like, I don't know about this. You know, after what he saw and what everybody else saw on Raw a few days ago, he's a bit suspicious. But Adam Rose has a little glint in his eye. You know, he throws his lollipop away. He's like, come on in. Let's let's have a little fight. <laughs> and the match goes on as you would expect it to. Adam Rose versus Darren Young, you know. Mm-hmm. Although everybody is is very careful. And wary around, like the referee and Darren Young are kind of, you know, watching him very carefully. Side eyeing him kind of thing, right? Yeah, even his entourage are very, you know, suspicious. They're not as enthusiastic as usual. Right. And after the match, which Adam Rose wins, he gets on the mic and he wants to know why. Why why, why isn't everybody partying and having a good time? That's what life's all about, baby. So let's party. He's dancing all the way to the back and his entourage are kind of following him. But again, they're like, what's what? Okay. So... Raw comes around again. I there's I, I, I run out of stupid names, but there's plenty of other. <laughs> you know, if I spent the whole day researching stupid names in America, I'd be here forever. <laughs> this, by the way, is no no offense to any of our American listeners. I, what I'm saying is some of your town names are very strange. 
I mean, so 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 ours in the UK, to be fair. Exactly. I mean, I live in Ireland. You live in Scotland. We have some really fucking weird. Yeah. Yep. Can't argue with that. But yeah. I don't think they're gonna get weirder than Dinosaur or Soda Springs. That's what I'm gonna say with that. Anyway, Raw comes around once again. Adam Rose scheduled for another match, but once again the lights go dark and the man with the leopard print jacket comes out, and he's got something in his hands. What's he carrying? He's carrying the bunny head from the from the bunny character. We haven't seen the bunny in a while, remember? So he uh, he has the head with him. He throws it off the stage on his way down to the ring. As he gets a microphone before the match, he tells the world that he's Leo Kruger, the big game hunter, the metal mercenary, the self-proclaimed king of Africa. It's self-proclaimed, of course, but there's going to be nobody here to argue with him about it. Does so he say self-proclaimed, or does he, does he just? Well, that's say, that's what he up. says. He says it's self-proclaimed, but there's nobody here to argue with him about it. Okay, right. So, so therefore, it's true, right? Mm. Uh, he fought the bunny, and uh, he was the winner because he's a big game hunter, and that was a big bunny. You know, he mm. ripped his head clean off, and it's weird because sometimes he he'll see it, he'll he'll see this giant bunny backstage, and every time he sees it, it irritates him. And he kills it. And if it turns up again, he's just going to have to kill it again. Mm. And whoever comes out to the ring next, maybe he'll have to rip their head off and throw them off the stage too. So it doesn't matter who comes out next because whoever it is, let's say Curtis Axel, <laughs> whoever it is, Leo Krieger tries to rip their head off as sure. well. He just tries to like, you know, just like clawing at them, trying to like get into them, you know? Mm. So... I think that's a good angle, like having Leo Kruger, like literally trying to rip his opponents apart, you know, while like as a like we were saying how there's like a 180 between the two characters. You could have Leo Kruger like focus more on hurting his opponents and trying to injure them or, you know, kill them. Mm. Whereas Adam Rose is more like mind games and going for the win, you know. Mm, mm. So we're setting that up with the way he acts in the ring. Anyway, Curtis Axel loses to Leo Kruger unsurprisingly. But we're heading into WrestleMania season, and Kruger's got nothing to do at WrestleMania, so let's give him a little feud. Now, at this point, Chris Jericho is on the WWE roster, although mm. he's doing this angle where he's only really working at house... Like, his contract is where he, he's only working house shows. He's not working TV. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but fucking, it's Chris Jericho, right? Let's have him on TV. Why wouldn't we put Chris Jericho on TV? <laughs> I'm pretty sure we can coax him onto TV with a juicy storyline. So... Mm. Adam Rose meets Chris Jericho backstage, compliments him on being so savvy, being able to reinvent himself so much, you know? Yeah. Adam Rose has thought about reinventing himself too, but it's just too much fun being a party animal. He'll probably do that forever. And Chris Jericho isn't at all interested in, <laughs> in Adam Rose or any of this party animal business. He tells him to go away, as Chris Jericho probably would. Hmm. Later that night, however, Chris Jericho was attacked backstage by the man in the leopard print jacket. Leo yeah. Kruger, so Kruger picks Jericho up by the hair and looks him in the eyes and remarks on how majestic this lion is. Uh, lion uh-huh. heart. Yeah. How yeah. good this this lion's head will look on Leo Kruger's wall. The lion heart of Japan and the king of Africa. What a fun feud this could be. See, it all ties together. It's all right there. Yeah. So we're going to have Jericho versus Kruger at WrestleMania 2015, a show which neither man was on. In real Mm. life, so now they're both on it in a feud that kind of makes sense. Now, 
I'm going to pull off a swerve here and have Chris Jericho win. Okay? okay. Now, here's how it's going to go down. It's going to be Kruger versus Jericho. But Jericho gets the Adam Rose entourage to turn up and appear at ringside and cause a distraction on Leo Kruger. Like we've established, Kruger gets kind of bloodthirsty. And uh, whenever he sees the bunny, he gets quite distracted. He wants to kill the bunny. Hmm. So Jericho uses that as a distraction. And, put, you know, Jericho's got experience. He's a wily veteran. If, if you have him going over Leo Kruger, that makes sense. But if you do it in a way like that, they both look good. It's not a, it's not a clean win. Mm-hmm. Jericho, Jericho got the win because of the, distra- the distraction, right? So you do something like that. It can't all be like a one totally one-sided feud. You know, Jericho's got to have a bit of shine to it. That's how you do a feud. <laughs> Everybody... Hmm. You motherfuckers need to listen to this because we know how to book a feud. So, yes, you know, we have the mindset that if Jericho hadn't done that distraction, Leo Kruger would have won. That's the angle, right? right? So that that leads to a rematch at the next pay-per-view where that time Leo Kruger just dominates Jericho and beats him, destroys him. And you know, after the match, it looks like he's about to tear Jericho's head off. Before, once again, he's uh, stopped by the officials and security. So that's at the pay-per-view after WrestleMania, which is Extreme Rules, I think. Now, you know, Leo Kruger has been at WrestleMania. And the month after that, he's beaten Chris Jericho. We're mm-hmm. looking pretty good. Now, yeah, we've established that Jericho is the first guy to beat him on the main roster, right? Mm-hmm. But like we said, it's at WrestleMania. It was by Chris Jericho, and it was by distraction. That shit all makes sense. As opposed to saying, oh, it was Kane on a random episode of fucking Raw. Right, because Jericho and and Kruger are feuding, Kane and, and Adam Rose weren't. You know what I mean? Godbreak in, yeah. It's it, you have to make shit make sense, and that's what we do on this show. So, in real life, at that WrestleMania, Daniel Bryan won the Intercontinental Championship, but he had to vacate it due to injury, uh. and he officially relinquished it on May the 11th. And in real life, the vacant belt was won in an Elimination Chamber match at. The pay-per-view called TLC. What? No, I'm only joking. It was the Elimination Chamber. Oh, right. <laughs> Sounds like a WWE thing, to be fair. Like. I know, right? <laughs> I, I, I believed you right away, you know. <laughs> but uh, that was at the end of May 2015. And we're going to tweak things a little. Because, as I recall, that Elimination Chamber match wasn't super good. Because that was a match in the chamber. So it was six people. Hmm. And they were all fighting for the Intercontinental Championship. But I want to strip things down a little bit. The match is still going to happen at that pay-per-view. Sure. This is, this is a complicated thing about having the pay-per-views named after matches, right? <sighs> so we're going to have Leo Kruger. Well, we're going to have the finals of the Intercontinental Championship tournament at the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. But it's right. not going to be in the Elimination Chamber. Okay. I just want to make that clear. So we'll have a little mini tournament. And the finals are going to be our boy, Leo Kruger. And the real life winner of that elimination chamber match, okay? Uh, do was. you remember? Do you remember who that was? I couldn't. I couldn't even guess. Give me a clue. Well, I'm gonna tell you in one second, and it's all gonna kind of make sense, okay? Okay. So, uh, for this little tournament, originally it was Adam Rose that entered the tournament because he thought the gold would look nice and sparkly. It mm. would not be a really good talking point at a party. Mm. You know what I mean? Life of the party. It wouldn't that be great? But once we know what the finals are going to be, that's going to be uh, determined at the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view, Leo Kruger comes out because he realizes that he has a chance to hunt 
the biggest game of all, one yeah. of the biggest animals in the WWE, Ryback. Ah. That's right. The finals are going to be Ryback against Leo Kruger. And once Kruger takes a look at Ryback and sees what he's up against, he's like, look at this big dominating animal. You know what I mean? A big yeah. mindless beast walking up amongst the men. What a trophy that would make. The legendary Ryback's head up on Kruger's wall. What a trophy. Almost as legendary as the Intercontinental Championship himself. And he can use that to hold up his belt that's made out of pure lion's pelt. You know what I mean? Mm. It's all making sense. Ryback obviously tries to vocally joust back with Leo Kruger, but you probably heard Ryback talk and you probably read some of his tweets. So you know that <laughs> <laughs> so you know that, that doesn't go the way Ryback wants it to go. He's not exactly the wordsmith that he thinks he is. No. And so he decides to forego the clever wordplay and rely on his brute strength. He tries to attack Adam Rose backstage. So like Adam Rose comes to the arena one day and he notices, hmm, this is a little suspicious. There's a new member of my entourage. <laughs> a, a surprisingly bulky new member dressed up <laughs> as a different kind of animal. Let's say it's a dog. I don't care. doesn't matter. Um, but of course, unfortunately for Ryback, he has, clearly hasn't been paying attention because he's trying to sneak attack Adam Rose by hiding as uh, a, a, like a big animal. But if he'd be paying attention, he would know that Leo Kruger doesn't really... Like it when he sees big animals hanging out backstage, does he? Uh, as as uh, found out with the bunny. Exactly. So Adam Rose turns up. He sees this giant dog in his entourage. And the Leo Kruger side comes out. He's determined yes. to get the head off this giant dog. So they start brawling backstage. And, you know, Leo Kruger rips the head off the dog. And he realizes it's Ryback under the mask. And now he's even happier. He's like, I mm. wanted this dog, but I'm going to kill the Ryback. There we go. So both men are separated by officials and security. But, the, you know, this brawl goes on for a long time. Kruger is placed in handcuffs to stop him from assaulting anyone. Because he's, like, how many times in this rebook and have he, has he been separated by security, you know? Yeah, stop, stop trying to peel people's heads off, man. Yeah. So they finally, like, right, we're going to put him in handcuffs. That's something like the episode of Raw before Elimination Chamber, right? Huh. So because of Leo Kruger's unpredictable nature... Now we're heading into the Elimination Chamber, but that matches up in the air. You know, the, the, it's possible that it could be just thrown out, that they're not going to do it, or they find a replacement for Kruger. Or one possibility is just awarding Ryback the, the championship if, you know, Kruger can't turn up, if he can't be trusted. So backstage at the Elimination Chamber, the Adam Rose personality comes out, and he wonders why he's, he's back there in handcuffs. He's like, All, what's going on? All I want to do is party. Why am I? Why am I in handcuffs? What happened yeah. at this party? <laughs> you know what I mean? What, what was in that punch? What did I drink? Like, well, I'm just trying to have a good time, and now I'm being cuffed and shackled for what? For being a party animal? For having a good time? Is this? Is that so offensive? Yeah. Like, what the hell? So the guard who's looking after him is kind of swayed by his smooth talking. You know, he's like, "That you make a good point, sir. Why am I looking after you, this party guy? Like, what's up with that?" So he lets him out of the cuffs. Which, of course, is a bad idea. Leo Kruger clutches him by the neck and tells him that a party animal is still an animal. Mm. So Ryback is waiting in the ring. He's ready to be presented with the Intercontinental Championship. He's like, give me my belt, motherfuckers. And they're doing the 10 count, which is stupid because they know Adam Rose is backstage. <laughs> Handcuffed. He can't come out. And then the lights go out. And the man with the leopard print jacket comes out. 
onto the stage, stalking his way onto the stage. He's ready to fight. He's ready to win another trophy. He's ready to rip another man's head off. So we have the match. And I would obviously have Leo Kruger win over Ryback, showing a really ruthless side. You know, we've already established that we're setting up a schizophrenia storyline with Adam Rose. Yeah. You know, you've got the fun-loving party animal with the Adam Rose and the deadly serious and really creepy Leo Kruger. Two different sides. You never know which personality you're going to get whenever he turns up to defend his newly won Intercontinental Championship. And I would have a good run as IC champion because people might be afraid to fight him because they don't know which yeah. side they're going to have to fight. It's like you got an inbuilt story right there. You can write that for months. Now, this was in 2015. And in 2016, they started the brand split up again. So I thought by that point, wouldn't it be fun if you had like Adam Rose on one show and Leo Kruger on the other show? You know, <laughs> yeah. there's possibilities, there's shit to do with it, you mm. know, but typically they didn't do any of this stuff, missed opportunity. So that's where my rebooking would end right there. But by that point, we've established Leo Kruger as a real a cutthroat mercenary. But we've also established Adam Rose as a guy who can get in the, the ring and get the job done despite his party animal kind of tendencies. You know what I mean? Both sides of Adam Rose slash Leo Kruger end up looking really, really good. And also, you get a good storyline out of it. And also, Ryback doesn't win the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah. It's win-win-win. <laughs> there you go. Dude, dude like, I, I knew going into this that Leo Kruger was going to factor in in some way. So I knew there was going to be a transition from Adam Rose to Leo Kruger. But I did not predict it being this way, where they're both... They're both still active in the roster, but they are just literally a split personality between this Adam Rose and Kruger, whoever it is. You know, love the way you played that. That that makes so much sense. It's so interesting as well to see, like when you had um, like Adam Rose attack the the the, the, the Ryback dog, whatever he's dressed up as. You see that transition from Adam Rose to Leo yes. Kruger. I love that. Um, you know, you know what else I like as well. So, he didn't focus too much on this, but the whole you mentioned the entourage, um, you know, them following Adam Rose, and they, they're kind of fo- after the whole bunny thing. Like they're following Adam Rose more out of like fear than anything yes. else. Like you yes, know, yes. they like they, have they used to. to follow. Yeah, they used to follow on to party, but you know that that, that that's not happening anymore. They, they saw what happened to the bunny. They don't want that to happen to them. So yep. you know they follow him against their will, and like they're not they're like kind of fake partying kind of thing, like pretend yeah. to have a good time, but on their faces they look terrified. I love like just the thinking of that. There's so much you could do with that. Um, yeah, exactly. With the uh, IC title tournament, so like I um I I love the direction you took it in with Ryback, but I just had to get this this through because um, I thought it'd be interesting as hell, and it's it's maybe slightly Russo, but I mean I'm gonna go for it. But, <laughs> so okay. imagine this: so you kind of like you touched on this a little bit at the end with them both being in different brands, but what if what if Lou Lou Kruger got to the final? And his opponent is Adam Rose. Oh, I was afraid you because <laughs> well, they have them on either side of the bracket. So you know, Adam Rose is winning all his matches. Leo Kruger is winning all his matches. You get to the main event, and it's like shit. What happens now? And like maybe that's where he either you know sticks with Adam Rose or sticks with Leo Kruger. Um, you know, he just embraces one of those gimmicks, and that's the way he stays forever. If you ever need to get out of this split personality, um, you know, split personality gimmick, and you want to just focus on him being Kruger, then you can do that. Um, you know, and just as a really interesting kind of finish to it. So you are just determined to not have Ryback on the show at all. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> you know. Oh, you also my right story Ryback right fired, yeah. <laughs> 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 oh my god i don't know but, if you read any of ryback's tweets 
That shit is funny as hell. You must, you must have seen the tweet about um, the poll they put up. Like, where should I wrestle next? Yes. When AEW, yes. WWE, Ring of Honor, or should I retire? It's like 95% say retire. That was part of it because he put that up three times. Yeah. He did that three times. And then afterwards, he was like, people don't realize that that uh, it was a joke and I put that up on purpose. I'm like, I don't think you did. I, don't I think, think that, yeah, I think the second and third time were a joke because he realized he'd done fucking something stupid. Because in the second and third time, he's sitting there like, don't, don't, don't vote for retire, you know, that kind of thing. Like, yeah, but then like, why put it there? Ah, oh, that Ryback man, he's such a fucking anomaly. So I'm with you. I wouldn't have had him on the show at all. <laughs> like, <laughs> Scrap <fuck> Ryback. <laughs> That's why I had him lose. Cause I'm like, fuck that idiot, man. Yeah. He's the stupidest fucker. But anyway, we're not talking about Ryback. We're um, talking about Adam Rose. Dude, one of your best ones yet. Um, like, not a word of I really like this one. I, I, I really thought, enjoyed this. Yeah. Yeah, I thought you would because it's it it plays more in the the sports entertainment bit. There's a storyline with like his yeah. character and stuff, and I'm like, yeah. yeah, man, you know, I I had a lot of fun writing this one. There's some proper intrigue there. It's a really interesting storyline. You could do so much more with it as well. Um, yes. And just uh, yeah, and you get Leo Kruger in the main roster, which is the main thing because Leo Kruger's fucking awesome. So. Dude, yeah, it's incredible. But like, um, I like Adam Rose as well. So I'm like, well, can we have both? And in yeah. my storyline, yes, we do. We get both. Absolutely, you can have both, yeah. It is great. So that was a lot of fun. But should we keep the should we keep the party rolling? <laughs> yeah, the party ain't done yet. Party's not going to stop. And you know, two party people like you and me, we party all the time. We, we sleep all day and party all night. Exactly. I <laughs> understand that reference. Yeah. Anywho. Woo! (laughs) 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 Yes, should we we have a little word from our sponsor, the Making Cafe podcast on Patreon? Let's get a word from our sponsor, the Making Cafe podcast on Patreon. Excellent. It's a a mouthful, but you know. The Making Cafe podcast on Patreon, yeah. Yeah. We should have said our Patreon page. Are you looking for the perfect gift to give to your wife and or significant other this year for Christmas? Who? Me? That's right, I'm talking to you, whoever you are. If you want to surprise your significant other with something amazing this year, why not get them the sweetest gift of all? A subscription to our Patreon page. That's right, my friend. At patreon.com forward slash makingkayfabe, there's all sorts of fun surprises for you to enjoy. That's right, I'm talking to you. You. Me? That's right. Tell me, sir, and or madam, do you like Braun Strowman? <laughs> I do like Braun Strowman. Would you like to hear of Braun Strowman as a farmer? <gasps> I've dreamed of this moment for years and years. Yes, I would love to hear Braun Strowman as a farmer. But tell wait. me, tell me, do, do you also have The Rock <laughs> going up against his arch nemesis, <laughs> the paper? You, yes, we certainly do. But wait, there's even more. Would you like to hear what happens when John Cena gets hit by a bus? <laughs> I sure would. You probably didn't even think it was possible. But guess what? On the Making Kayfabe Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash Making Kayfabe, there's all of these scenarios and more. That's right, plenty more. And it's all available for the low, low price of £5 per month or £10 per month if you want to subscribe to the Sexy Awesome tier, 
where you get bonus content such as John's gonna get hit by a bus or the little watch along videos that we do where you can literally watch along with us. How could you say no to such a wonderful, wonderful deal? So if you want to get yourself a sweet Christmas present and or you suggest to a friend of yours who likes wrestling a really good Christmas present as well, why not uh, try the making pay? <laughs> why not try the making kayfabe Patreon page? I think it's the best Christmas present of all. What do you think? Gee, Mister, that sounds great. I'm gonna go and buy my wife, my mother, my sister, my father, my uncle, my grandparents, and my kids making kayfabe podcast Patreon subscriptions. Thanks, Mister. Excellent. And now I will not kill you so you made the right choice <laughs> you're free to go <laughs> <laughs> oh boy plus we have Samoa Joe as well <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> don't forget Samoa Joe you kid fucking hell <laughs> subscribe today kids I think I think we played off that one that one awfully well didn't sound improv at all yeah, I think we nailed it <laughs> I think people are really gonna buy that one that's it. We got them now. <laughs> if that doesn't get us a million subscriptions, I don't know what. I don't will. know what will. <laughs> oh boy. Patreon.com yes. forward slash making cafe, my friends. If you want to support the podcast, we're there. Five pound, ten pound tiers. Get ten, eleven, fuck it, eleven exclusive rebookings because you just recorded one the other day. Head cheese. We've got head cheese on there. So you know, Patreon.com forward slash making cafe. The, the five pound. We'll the five pound tier is for the rebookings. You get one extra rebook in a month alongside these rebookings, which is great. And then for the ten pound sexy awesome tier, you get the watch alongs and you also get the kayfabe conundrums, which are even twistier versions of the kayfabe tombolas that we do at the end of every show. So check it out and let us know what you think. I think you're gonna like it. If you're a wrestling fan, if you're a making kayfabe fan, you're gonna dig it. Patreon.com forward slash making kayfabe. By the way, speaking of kayfabe tombolas. <gasps> yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Is that the transition to the next bit? Rocky. Want to play making uh, kayfabe tombola? Yeah. So that was a whole lot of fun. We had, we had, we had a hell of a party with Adam Rose, but now we're getting into the the come down part of the party when we're really starting to feel sleepy and a little bit hungover. It's kayfabe tombola. Everybody's favorite part of the show, especially Bryce's. Oh, I love it. Especially when it comes to the part whenever... I mean, you love it whenever you have to give tombolas to me. Mm. But but now in a week like this where I have to give a tombola to you, are you going to be mm. as excited? I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll soon find out. Yes, we certainly will. Who's, who's giving the tombola this week? I'll just say when I find out who's giving it. Well, it's a good friend of the show this week. As you know, if you want to send in your own tombolas, you can do that. You go to our Twitter page. At making kayfabe or send us an email making kayfabe at gmail.com and you can send your own tumblers with four wrestlers four scenarios and the wonderful individuals who did that this week is the sweet chinwag podcast on twitter hey our boys sweet chinwag thank you very much guys we really appreciate it you know and yes our boys at sweet chinwag have decided to curse you this week so <laughs> how happy are you about that price I don't know. I, I do like the Sweet Chin Mike podcast. The Sweet Chin Mike podcast. So um, I don't know how much say, I'm going to like them when I find out these choices. Exactly. Let's, let's see. Yeah. Is it is it worse when it's somebody that you know and admire 
<laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Tell you what, I, I might not like them after this Tombola, so I'm going to plug their show now. Switch in my podcast, folks. Go check them out. Every podcast app, they are yeah. really good guys. We've been on episode once. We talked about the ECW Zombie. We talked about Sandman. <laughs> yeah, we did. The ECW Zombie is their fault, actually. That rebooting yes. is their fault. So, that is true. Um, go check them out, guys. Really good show. Really good show. Deserve more love. And if you don't like their Tombola, then we'll cut that bit out entirely. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, everybody knows the drill. If, you, if this is your first episode of Making k that you've listened to, number one, thank you very much. Ooh. Really appreciate it. And second of all, it's a very simple game at the end of the show where we get Bryce to very quickly improv a little rebooking himself. It's going to be four wrestlers, four scenarios. They're going to be hidden away. Bryce is going to select one at random. He's going to have 60 seconds to tell me a storyline based on that scenario and that wrestler. Couldn't be easier. And like mm-hmm. we said, the scenarios and wrestlers have been sent in by Sweet Chin Mike. And you can do the same if you want to. Making kayfabe at Twitter. Making kayfabe at gmail.com. Simple. You'll, you'll soon get the gist of it. So I'm going to ask Bryce. They give me a letter number combination, and we shall get the show on the road. Give me the Dudleys. Ah, the old 3D. The 3D. Give me the 3D. Yes. The Dudley pick. The Dudley pick. The 3D. Hmm. 3D. Excellent choice. Would you like to know who you didn't get? Yes. Well, I wish I shall tell you. I had a pen to write that down, but I've lost my pen. Oh, no. (laughs) Surely you can remember 3D. I mean, you say that, but anyway, let me tell you, you didn't get, you did not get test. Okay. We've done before in the show. I've done before. Great episodes. You didn't get test. You didn't get Chuck Palumbo. <laughs> okay. Thank fuck. Yes. And you did not get Mark Jindrak. Oh, wow. Remember him? Mm-hmm. Evolution. Wow. Mm. Not quite. Sort of. Not quite. He's. Fa- I mean, it's a shame when he's famous for not being an evolution. I'm like, yes, a lot of literally his fa- <laughs> A lot of people weren't an evolution. You know what I mean? Yeah, but he was in evolution. He was in the promo videos and stuff, right? Well, uh, briefly, but he wasn't really. Yeah. But he was meant to be, and then Orton took his place. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And re- in retrospect, looks like they made the right choice. <laughs> I don't know why he he made it quite big in Mexico. I'm pretty sure was it Triple uh, A or, or CMLL, one of the two. I mean, that's true. But I would also argue Randy Orton made it bigger. Well, true, yeah. <laughs> Can't, argue. <laughs> Can't argue. Yeah. Anyway, so you've got, let me tell you exactly who you got. Booker T. Oh, okay. I like Booker T. This is yeah. going great. Booker T's fun. So hmm. I wonder what scenario he's going to be up to. So, so, so far, so good, Switch M. Mike. Exactly. Just tell me about Booker T in 60 seconds. <laughs> I can talk. Booker I'm T is a nice guy. I like the what Booker T did as Spinner Rooney. He's a reboot in the future. I like Booker T. Yeah, I think that was a good idea. But yeah. we'll cross that. Well, the he- we're about to get a reboot in right now. Oh, yeah, true, actually, yeah. Depending on what this is, yeah. Exactly. So let me tell you what he's not going to be doing. So Booker T will not be forming a tag team with Dealer Brown and winning the tag titles. So you can't do that. Oh, you're joking. So That's good. out of there. Huh. Don't want to hear it. Uh, you're not going to have Booker T winning the IWGP Championship and he becomes a new ace. Okay. Not happening. Okay. No Booker T. No. It's a bad Booker T. You're not going to have Booker T crashes a car into Shane McMahon. I like that one. Oh, wow. Sweet so like, I very much like that one. <laughs> <laughs> yep, crashes a car into uh, Shane McMahon. You didn't get that. 
But let me tell you what Isn't you that, did. Was, who, was that not Kane that did that? I remember. Was it? I remember something with Shane McMahon and Kane in a car. Okay. Well, like, it was all was... that Shane McMahon put Kane in the car and they crashed it into something and it went on fire. But didn't they have an ambulance match? They did. Is that what I'm thinking yeah. of? Maybe that. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. They, they, there was some kind of weird uh, feud between... Because you know what people were like? They're like, God, Kane's pretty good, but... Can we see him fighting like a middle-aged guy who's never been trained as a wrestler? I think that's <laughs> the best way to get the best that I can. And then somebody's like, wouldn't you like to see him fight Adam Rose for no reason? Yeah. <laughs> well, why, why would we put him against this middle-aged guy who has little wrestling experience and make them equal? That's what yeah, we should do. That's yeah. a, that's, that's that, not a terrible idea whatsoever. No. no. Anyway, you didn't but what get... What did I get? Well, I'll tell you what you got. You got Booker T. And he has to... Well, Booker T gets his own special gimmick match. <gasps> but the only weapons that you're allowed in this gimmick match are vacuums. You don't seem excited. <laughs> I mean, like... <laughs> you weren't expecting now, were you? <laughs> no, but you know me. You know, I've, I've got a... I've got a history of coming up with, you know, just fantastic special gimmick matches. So yeah, you know. <laughs> I think you were hoping you were hoping just for me to end it there, but no, you also have to have the special weapon, the only weapon that allowed in this vacuums. gimmick match. Hoover's vacuums. right. Yeah, vacuum cleaner. Yeah. Okay, vacuum cleaner. Okay. What do you think of the Sweet Chin Mike podcast now? Uh, I mean, I've heard better podcasts. Uh... Oh, this one, for example. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking, guys. It's like you guys are on thin ice. Are they? Are they on the party list? Are they allowed in? No, they're not on the party list anymore. Not. Ah. Oh, let's see how this goes. Let's see how this goes. Exactly. So Bryce is gonna have <gasps> sixty seconds. Oh. He's got something. He's got it. He's got it already. He's got okay, it. Hold on. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm. Oh shit. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm He's ready, ready I'm to ready. go. Oh, wait until you hear this. Wait until you fucking hear this. This is like this is like <laughs> Dumpy from last week, is it? It's like you 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 figured it out quickly. Don't just go. Don't ruin my inspiration. I've got something. Okay, so Bryce is gonna have sixty of your Earth seconds in order to tell us all about Burger T when he gets his own special gimmick match. But the only weapon is vacuum cleaners. Bryce, are you ready to go? Yes. All right. Well, I'm gonna count you down from three, and then I'm gonna press start. So you're gonna go three, two. One, get sucking. There's <laughs> a vacuum cleaner. It's simple. So, so, so. <laughs> Do it. I've started already. <laughs> so, Booker T, right, he's, uh, he's been given the opportunity to, to create his own match, which is great because Booker T is a creative guy. He's thinking of all the creative catchphrases he has, you know, calling himself a five-time WCW champion. And then there's this, this other catchphrase, which is really going to fit this match really fucking well. So, the special match, as Sweet Chin might say, it's got to feature vacuums in some way, which is great because famously, vacuums suck. And Booker T's always asking, <laughs> can you dig it, sucker? Yeah. So now it's time he finally finds out. So, you know, we have the, we have the can you dig it, sucker match, which is a cross between a buried live match and something else. <laughs> but essentially, the fucking, the, the winner of the match is the first man to bury a vacuum cleaner in dirt. Like in buried alive oh, matches, and the vacuum cleaner can be used as a weapon as well. And they hurt. And anyway, Booker T faces Stevie Richards in the in the Can You Dig It Sucker match, and it turns out that Stevie Richards can totally dig it sucker, and he beats Booker T for every heavyweight championship that's ever existed. And then that that's the end of it. That's yeah. it. You did yeah. it on time and everything. Dude, how fucking perfect was that? I, I for a while can I was like, dig it sucker. Yeah, Hoover's right? suck. Like, ugh. There was a moment where I'm like, he's got this really quick. I wonder what it is. And then once he started, I was like trying to get to the Booker T bits. I'm like, 
Okay, I got it. Like, I got it just before you said the catchphrase thing. I'm like, okay. <laughs> That's really good, though. That's really clever. Dude, inspiration just fucking struck there. I was like, don't don't let me lose this. Let's just go away. <laughs> exactly. That that totally worked. You know what I mean? Oh, See? Maybe these sweet uh, chimwag guys are... They know what they're talking about, you know? They got lucky this time. They got lucky this time. I don't know. <laughs> Next time, you won't be so lucky. That's it, yeah. You get a pass this time, guys. <laughs> I don't know what I would have done if it was fucking Chuck Palumbo's doofus. I was just say, can you imagine? It was like Mark Jindrak, uh, gimmick match with his vacuums. I'm like, well, he really sucks. <laughs> so, that was something like that. Excellent okay. work. Excellent work. Can I say that? See this under pressure, how good we are at booking stuff? It's it's ridiculous, you know? That's it. It's, it's amazing that we spend literally hours like making these episodes and like we come up with shit like that in 60 seconds. I know. You know, <laughs> premium stuff. Premium stuff. We're so premium. So premium. We give it away for free. Hmm. Mm. WWE's listening to this, going, "I like it." Vacuum cleaner match. It's so easy. But they like they, you know they wouldn't do a Booker T. They'd give a gimmick to somebody else. Like, ah, oh, you fucking idiots. Anyway, that was fun. Well, that was a fun episode, wasn't it? What a hell of a party that was. Hmm. You know, unfortunately, now we get to the the end of the party where. Everybody's all sleepy, and we have to clean up after each other. I'm like, I don't want to have to clean up this. We made we made a hell of a mess, you know. Mm, Booker mm. T and Stevie Richards putting dirt all over the place. They yeah. they buried all our vacuum cleaners for some Burying reason. Burying the vacuums, yeah. I'm like, I need those vacuum cleaners to clean up the dirt. That's it's ridiculous. It. Adam Rose, Leo Kruger in here, like ripping heads off animals. There's blood everywhere. You doing in there fighting like bunnies fighting and rabbits. pet shops? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't have been doing it, but I just had a few drinks. I thought it seemed like a good idea. That's how good a, a making cafe party can be. Yeah, you know I mean? it's it's a wild old time, unpredictable. You never know what's gonna happen next. Thanks for coming and to the party, guys. Exactly. See, that's why you have to stick around and keep coming to the party because you never know what's gonna happen next. You really exactly. don't. You know, it's always a new surprise. But of course, we're gonna be here next week with another rebooking. Uh, next week's rebooking is going to be done by my good friend Bryce, who just so happens to be right here, right now. Oh, wow. Bryce. There, there he is, Bryce. There he is. Bryce, have you got any little tips or anything you want to say about next week's rebooking? Little yeah. surprises? It's, it's going to be a surprise this booking, I think, because this is something that's. Um, it's, it's a wrestler who. Is an independent talent actually, um, one of the better known independent talents. But I don't believe he's signed anywhere at this stage. So um, you know, it's uh, yeah. We'll, we'll, I'll put the, the thing up in the Twitter. Um, you can guess who it is. But yeah, it's going to be an independent wrestler. It'll be interesting. Yes, he does have a, a big following, as far as I'm aware. Oh yeah. And I think that that means a lot. Pretty much everybody, I think, that follows making kayfabe. You're 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 gonna know who this guy is. So, Should be aware at least, yeah. Yeah, we want to hear your suggestions. There's gonna be a little thread posted on a Twitter page, at uh, making kayfabe. Uh, so keep your eyes peeled for that and put your suggestions down. See if you can guess who it is before we reveal who it is. I think you're gonna like it. Let's put it that way. You know, we don't want to give anything away. But if you want to hear what that is, that means you're gonna have to stick around for next week. So if you guys like the show. If you could give us a little like five-star review on all those podcast apps, that helps us grow as a brand and get more people to listen to the show, which really helps. It really mm. does. And that means we can keep bringing more premium content, such as Booker T, Buried a Vacuum with Steve Richards. <laughs> we can keep bringing that stuff to you guys week after week. Uh, we love doing it, 
And we hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I had a lot of fun with this one. And I hope you guys had fun listening to it too. Make sure to stick around for next week where, like we said, you're going to see a very surprising independent wrestler getting uh, getting a good storyline. You're going to want to stick around for that. But until then, my friends, we will see you then. So keep it kayfabes and we will see you later.